Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig along with Jeff and this is now the week 11 recap show. Getting into week 12 and Jeff, don't you just love fantasy football? No. I mean, come on. It's ruined my life this past week. Wasn't last night just wonderful? This is why I love fantasy football so much. And the lovely part about it, too, um, since we will probably mention it once or twice, me and Craig actually played in two out of our three leagues. We did, and and the only one that really matters. I think a lot of people have this, played multiple leagues, but there's always that one league that is better than the rest. Yes. And that was this league. I came into Sunday night down 46.1 to Jeff. I had Aaron Rodgers and Robert Kelly going against Devontae Adams. You would think there's no chance in the world. Jeff, I know, thought there was no chance, right? You thought you had that wrapped up. Be honest. I thought I was going to (laughs) win, but Aaron Rodgers scared me. Uh, I did not think Robert Kelly was going to go off for three touchdowns. And I think the thing that hurt the most (laughs) is the fact that we talk about all these players and we tell everyone to run out and get Robert Kelly. And, of course, you do it and you outbid me. And then you use him to beat me. (laughs) I do. And it was, that's the first player we're going to talk about is Robert Kelly. 23 carries, 137 yards, three touchdowns, 31.7 standard points. And really, most of that was done in the fourth quarter. But, I mean, that's impressive. I know he's put, the Green Bay defense was, was tired at that point. They haven't been that good. But that he's getting all of the work. We've been saying this. Like, yeah. but he is getting all of and, the work for Washington. And not like he's – this isn't going to be something that he's going to reproduce week in and week out. I mean, if he did, that would be insane. The yep. three TDs is, you know, overblown. Um, my main man Crowder got <laughs> tackled on the one. Yep. So that is, a you know, but the fact that he got well, all the work, I mean, it looks like everyone else is in his rearview mirror. There's yeah. He's going to get the first crack at everything, and he has turned into that running well, back. Two, Matt least. Jones was inactive again, healthy scratch two weeks in a row. He's not yeah. gonna he's not gonna be used unless Robert Kelly gets hurt. No. And and this is this is why you go out and you use a ton of your draft yep. cash to get guys like this. And you know we had mentioned it. Robert Kelly was one of the. Our I think top it was our two, top ad last top week. Top ad last week. Yep. Um, and this is why now he is going to be wanted by everyone. So if he wasn't. If for Brett some reason up. he's out, he's he's in, he's owning seventy five percent of leagues. Yeah, so now, there is there's I mean, still a league or two out there that he's out. He's out there, but that's it's good. If for some reason he was, you're spending absolutely yeah. everything you possibly have. But you're getting him. I but mean, at most least people are picking him up. I give yep. him that because he was he was uh, far below fifty. Well, so he obviously jumped up in an amazing. Well, I think mode. I brought this up last week or so. Like he's rested compared to the rest of the league. Like he just started doing this three games ago. This is only three games he's done these, these carries. He doesn't have the wear and tear of the whole season on him like some of these guys do. It yeah. could continue. He does. And you're seeing a lot of the primetime guys slow yep. down a bit, and you, you have to start worrying a little bit, well, especially yep. these older guys. You, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the injuries in a little bit, but there's definitely a, a ton of guys going down this late in the season, and there's a couple of guys that are coming back from injuries, and you know how's that going to affect them? Are they going to be able to come back right away? And, um, and well, guys like this... Like you said, yeah, actually, running through skip people. around a little bit here. Talk about some of those guys coming back. Um, Thomas Rawls came back from injury, so he's, and he's yes. now the guy in Seattle yeah. after CJ Prosize so. is is hurt. Okay, CJ so Prosize looked good until the injury, a shoulder they, injury. He's they out. release Michael, yep. and then Prosize was supposed to be the the main back or the change of pace. I'm not sure yep. what they were doing with him at first. 
He goes down. Now, Rawls, once again, is the lead back, the only guy that's going to get touches. Yep. And he hasn't played all year. So exactly. he's going to be resting. If you held on to him, kudos, because yep. you're going to reap the rewards now, as long yeah, as he stays healthy. And he, he, looked, he looked decent in his first action back. Nothing spectacular, but, you know, Seattle's, Seattle is stepping up now. They're taking over in the second half. With Russell Wilson with 26 points yeah, again. He, he is starting to come on. <laughs> it's just like last year all over again. Russell yeah. Wilson's now a top five quarterback. Yeah. And Jimmy Graham is really reaping the benefit from that, which yep. is great. He was already putting up solid numbers, but now he's starting to get that touchdown production. And then Doug Baldwin threw t- at the touchdown. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for, good for Doug Baldwin. <laughs> he's gonna, he keeps getting the points now any way he can. He's looking, he's looking good, too. That whole yeah, Seattle he, offense is yeah, Baldwin's always really a good. sneaky start. Last year he was under the radar yep. once again. So he's one of those guys you want to cheer for. All right. Now it's, now, speaking of other quarterbacks that are impressing, and I need to, I think I have an apology to owe here to Kirk Cousins. I have been down on this guy over the course of this show. We've only been doing this about five weeks, but I've been, I, the first couple episodes, I wasn't too kind to Kirk Cousins. I basically said he wasn't a good quarterback. <laughs> I think I was, I think I was wrong, actually. I'm pretty sure I was wrong. Kirk Cousins has been great these last few weeks. Yeah, putting up the numbers. 375 yards, three touchdowns, 33.6 points this week. And he's been doing it now every week going on here. And you know what's even more amazing about Kirk Cousins is who he's been doing it with. Reed yep. really has been hurt. Deshaun Jackson and um, uh, Pierre Garçon yep. all have had the injury bug. And that's why we keep joking. And it's not a joke anymore, but how I was hyping up Crowder for so long. Because he was the only one consistently there, and he's catching everything. He continues to impress. Yep. But when he's your main target, and you're putting up these kind of numbers, well, you're wondering what's going to happen when these guys really do come I mean, back. Crowder's interesting. He only had three targets in that game. That's it. Three targets in the entire game. But he caught all three of them, had 102 yards, had a touchdown, and was down on the half-yard line on the other yeah. one. Uh, so you don't think of Jameson Crowder as the deep ball threat, which is just a very strange thing there. You think of that maybe being Deshaun Jackson, but it, Crowder gets it done some way. Yeah. He's been double-digit points now each of the last five games. Right. I mean, That's all you have to say right there. And the one before that, he had 9.5. So <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much six games in a row. Yeah, I mean, he's been below double digits four games, but two of those were 9.5 and 9.9, basically double-digit games. So it's it's consistent that's, and it just keeps happening. Though. Really, I mean, two games where you would say he's not startable. Yeah, and that's even, it. And one of those he got what five point eight. Cool. So you would be, you know, it's not a complete wash. No, so you, he's been nearly startable this entire season, which not many people, not many players, you can say that for. No, and I mean, he's most likely your wide receiver three at best, anyway. So if you get ten points out of your wide receiver three, I mean, you're going to take that every time. I mean, I'd be happy. I mean. Odell Beckham doesn't even get that. Half. Yeah. Like again, he did that this week. It's like if you're going to get ten points consistently from a guy, you're going to take it every single time. And then there's another quarterback I have to apologize to. <laughs> it just this just keeps happening. I feel like you're just apologizing to me because I feel like this is the Man. end of the spectrum oh. where I'm just like I'm. Just, this is just me not believing it until I see it too often. I think that's the problem yeah. here. I need to see it. And we're talking about Dak Prescott. And again, the guy keeps doing it. He had 301 yards, another three touchdowns, 31 points. That that whole Cowboys offense is rolling, man. Thanks, man. And Dez is doing it. Dez, two touchdowns. He's 
I mean, yeah, he's, he came back and he had, you know, that one down game, but he came back right in and started impressing. Oh, yeah. He, there's there's no easing him back in. You just chuck the ball no, down the field to him. No, his four games back, yes. He had the one game where he won for 19. People, yeah, everyone, freaked, everyone out. freaked out. <laughs> Other than that, 17.3, 17.6, and 20, that is impressive. <laughs> That's, uh, that and, is very impressive. That is incredible. And the whole cow, yeah, the cow, Zeke, a down week for Zeke, I guess. Yeah. He's still getting – he's going to yep. be great every week. Even in a down week, he still gets 12.7 points. <laughs> it's amazing. I love all three of those players. I would – I mean, it is really incredible when you can start um, a guy in every position from a yeah. team and, oh, man. and be <laughs> – and enjoy it. I, I'm kind of warming up to that team. I've not been a fan of it. I, I don't know what it is about the Cowboys. And well, I haven't been sold to on be fair, Dak. The wide receivers have been. I mean, we talked about Cole Beasley. Beasley, another touchdown. Yeah, Beasley again. He's been picking up the slack, and he's been doing all right. But before Des, they didn't have a dominant force there, so yep. we kept wondering. I mean, you're wondering how how good Dak could be down the stretch. Yep. Um, but now with Des back, it, it looks like there's no no reason he should slow no, down. This is there, and, and no one. I mean, no one. No one discounted Zeke. Everyone knew that behind that offensive line, as long as he stayed healthy, he was yep. going to put up numbers. But the rest of it, I'm 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 impressed by how how well everything is gelling. It's I mean it's amazing. I'm shocked. I mean, was it Dak Prescott? He broke. <laughs> I think what I, I just saw it today, but it was like he broke Tom Brady's uh, record for the amount of completions without a pick. Yep. To start a career. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So he's. You wonder. I do. As soon as I saw that, though, I thought of uh, Foles. And how he had that amazing <laughs> season 20, for Eagles. You think he had 27 touchdowns, two picks? I feel like this is different. There's something different about this. I, I would and, like and to I believe so. And, I mean, that's going past. I think he's going to be fine this year. I do wonder if you're exactly. going to have that sophomore regression. Yep. Assuming he's the starter for Dallas, which I assume he will be. I assume yep. they – I mean, what do you think? They get rid of Romo? I don't know what's going to happen with that. But I mean, I think that's the best option for them. Even at this point, even if Romo would be slightly better, that'd be. St- I think it'd be a stupid decision yeah. to go back to him. I just don't, that yeah. kind of a young guy. It's gonna be a very interesting. Like, how do you get rid of the guy that's been your? I think you have to. He'll be playing for maybe the the Jets or the Bears or oh. the Broncos. Who knows? One of those type of teams next <laughs> rest, year. Rest in peace, Romo. <laughs> He'd be going playing for one of those. Talk about another young quarterback. I'm gonna skip on our list here. Marcus Mariota. We talk about him every week. But it's just consistent. 26.5 points this week. 290 yards, two touchdowns. It, I, he didn't even look – I mean, he, was, he didn't have a great game. He wasn't the most impressive out there, like in real life quarterback-wise. Yeah, but but it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He would I mean even then he was still solid. But his team did lose. But he's just – it's 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 very impressive. Yeah. I, I do have to say this though. This is and we talked about his matchups yep, being the key. Been the matchups, and you have one more week mm-hmm. with him against Chicago, which I really like. And then, then, he gets then you that have random thirteen week, week thirteen bye. That's yeah. terrible. Then you have a bye late, and then you have Denver. Yep. And by that time, you're in playoffs more than likely. And then you have KC. So it's kind of that time where I feel like if you have another quarterback, you might be switching gears. Like he's not the. If he got you to the dance, I won't necessarily yep. keep dancing with him. Yep. Another guy. Another quarter. We're just talking quarterbacks all over the place. I brought up Colin Kaepernick last week and thinking, are we too low on this guy? And, we and yet he did another 23.4 points. He's not good. No. I, he's not a good. You, I was going to say, you he's were just not talking good. about, joking about Mariota. But Mariota's, but, okay. Colin Kaepernick's not good. He's not good. But, but fantasy-wise. crappy team. Fantasy-wise, another 23.4. There's really not much else to say. And this is against New England, still. Yeah, that I think that, that does show me, though, that he does have a, 
he does have more in the tank, or yep. that team, you know, they're going to keep throwing it because they're always going to be yeah, down. Yeah, that, that showed, like, he's very playable, very good streaming quarterback. I don't think he's a good quarterback, and he could get no. you three points. It's possible. But that's another guy. He's just consistently getting the. We, might, we have to think about him a little bit here. We can't just keep Yeah, and now Mariota. Mariota's owned, and uh, I don't even know the next. Uh, 82, so yep. he's already taken You're not going to get him anymore. He took yeah. another 12% jump, so he's not hidden anymore. No, nope. I mean, we. Nope. We blew the lid off of that guy weeks ago. Yep. So now you have to be looking for people still available if you're really in a pinch. And no one's in a buy. There's absolutely no buys this week. No. Which so is random. And Kaepernick then week 13 will there be, is. But. We'll be out there. <laughs> yep. I don't know who else is stashing him. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's been better than he's better this week than Roethlisberger or Stafford. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Roethlisberger. <laughs> what is going on with that? 8.7 points this week. Against Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Roethlisberger on the road. There's something about it. I mean, and obviously they also didn't have to do much. It wasn't like they I needed. Mean, they just kept giving it to Bell. And Bell had a great game. Yeah, he did. I mean, we could talk about Bell. We could talk about David Johnson. Those guys, they do it every week. It's just he, yeah. it David Johnson, to, another 28 points. Too. It was good to see Bell put up a dominant performance like yeah. that. Well, and with Roethlisberger, I wouldn't be too worried about it. I feel like it's just they didn't they didn't need him to do much. Yeah. And, I mean, they didn't ask him him to do much but I mean the road thing is like here are his road games this year he's played now in five road games he had the first game was great he had 27 points in the first road game second road game he had seven. Third road game 11.6 stepped it back up and got 20 for the fourth game but then his fifth road game 8.7 and compare that to just run down the home games the home games he's had 25 43 37 and 34. I mean, that is that is an incredible it, it's, point difference. It's crazy. Like, that is it's, it's real. That's not some yeah. fluke thing anymore. Like, and, and, well, and the big thing to talk about here is if Roethlisberger is your guy thinking he's your guy for the playoffs, because that's what you – That's mean, the, the worry. Point, right? So at Buffalo. So 12 – so 12 uh, – week 12 next week. At Colts, he's away. It, it could be. Then he has 13, yep. the Giants. Mm-hmm. And then 14, 15. The playoffs right there. Playoffs. He's away for both and against – Decent yeah. defenses. I would be Buffalo worried if I was a Ben Roethlisberger owner for I the playoffs. Yeah. I, I would. The, those home road splits, you can't say enough about them anymore. That is something you yeah. have to look at. And, yeah, and I know a lot of people. There's there's two camps. Well, three camps, I should say. One camp probably isn't listening anymore because they hate their <laughs> lives and they're they're yep. out of the playoff picture. Yep. The second one is worrying if they can get in. They're yep. right on the edge. They're probably tied with a person. And then those other lucky people. Have already pretty much sewn up their their ticket, and now you should definitely, if you haven't been already, looking at the different matchups and trying to figure out who you play in the different weeks and combing the waiver wire. And more than likely, you can't make any more trades. Um, but if some for some leagues, reason you do have the late trade availability, I do know. Like I think it's maybe Yahoo leagues or CBS leagues. Their deadline is Wednesday. This Wednesday, yeah. there's some leagues that have Wednesday deadlines, so. I think even ESPN standard leagues could be. I believe. This I believe week. ours in Dynasty is, is actually, this yeah. is this Wednesday. Which is so slightly it, different as Dynasty, but. Yeah. but I mean, if you, I mean, you couldn't make this call. This would be extremely difficult. I mean, no one's going to probably do it. But would it be you're smarter? Do I'm saying, <laughs> I, like, I, I knew you were gonna week 14. If Roethlisberger, if Roethlisberger has a poor game this week against the Colts on the road, then it's then, yeah, yeah, it's a full blown. Tr- I mean, then it's, it's something. Then it's something you have to watch. Yeah, and then you're looking at Week 14. If you're sitting there Week 14, and you have Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger as your quarterback going against on the road against a good Buffalo 
defense. Who knows what the weather's going to be like at that point yeah, either. Outside too. And you got Colin Kaepernick at home against the Jets. Man, that's an interesting decision. Actually, yeah, you wouldn't think it shouldn't be, and I don't it think. Be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anyone that's right, right yeah, going to like, do it. I want to meet the guy that has the balls to play. Kaepernick but it's something over. to think about. But what if you don't? What if you have another guy on your bench? I'm trying to think of something like okay, you you drafted Roethlisberger, and yep. now later on you picked up a Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, that's a good one. Or yep. a, or a Stafford. Yeah. Well, like with Jameis, he plays New Orleans. Week fourteen. Would you play Jameis at, at home against New Orleans, or Roethlisberger on the road against Buffalo? I think I'd play Jameis. Oh, that is so intriguing. I think I'd play Jameis Winston in that game. If if Roethlisberger, if it's a Colts if he, game, if he if just doesn't, if he just doesn't have an amazing, you know, next couple weeks. Yeah. I would go Jameis. It's crazy to think that yeah, you might do that. Those but. are also the calls you have to make in the playoffs because you're just one off, right? You just yep. have to play for the one week. The way those those home road splits have been, I mean, that's that's a little worrisome. Yeah, and okay, that it's actually a good question, and I know we're going a little off script here. Yeah, but Craig, just for everyone's. Craig has won multiple championships in our most competitive league. Five of six. Yep. Five of six, which <laughs> sounds ridiculous. Yes, yeah. It does. We, we, you got you try to say it's a competitive league, but yeah, is it? I was going to say it sounds worse than it is. <laughs> but somehow he keeps doing it because any the most of the time you kind of limp into the the playoff picture. I would say I was three. A couple and, times. I was three and five this La- year. Yeah. at one point, same and as last year, and same as last year. And you always have great matchups for the playoffs. So what is your strategy for that? Do you start – is that pretty much your whole thing? Is like you look forward and you don't worry about the first I mean, half of the season once, as much? I, the beginning of the year I don't. But it, once it gets to a certain point, once you're getting to like week seven or eight and I think I have a shot to get to the playoffs, I'm starting to look around a little bit at those week 14 and 15 match, especially those week 14 matchups. I'm kind of taking a look and seeing what's going to be there. So even week 13, 12, 13, where you know you still could be fighting for a playoff spot. I kind of start looking at week 12, 13. Like, I've already looked right now. I'm looking at week 14 defenses right now. That's the kind of thing I would look for people to look for, too. Look at those week 14 defenses right now. Yeah, which is a position people don't put a lot yeah. of emphasis Cincinnati on. Cincinnati against Cleveland. That's the one right yeah. there. You might want to watch that yeah. one and pick them up. So but you can grab those kind of... Do it ahead of time. And look, like, those quarterback... Oh, I did a trade for Rodgers. I didn't care about matchups with that one. That's one. Sometimes you get... Those players, yeah, you don't that, worry about that. That is true. I mean, we talk about Roethlisberger, but I think there's like Breeze, Brady, yep. Rodgers, and maybe even Luck. Those guys are plug and play, even playoff. I don't think that you. I don't. I don't think anyone in the room. No, right but mind. if you, yeah, and sometimes you get those type, those kind of players. You don't worry about it, but the guys you do have, you kind of start looking at it and worrying a little bit that this guy's not going to perform once it gets to those playoffs for you. And that's kind of that's actually one of the reasons I did the Rodgers trade. Stafford was my quarterback, and he did. Very well for most of the season. Started looking at his schedule, and it, not the playoff schedule. It wasn't necessarily the playoff schedule. I, I did this trade a couple weeks ago. My worry was he played Minnesota Week Nine, then he had a bye, then he was playing Jacksonville, who surprisingly has had a good pass defense. People don't really realize that, but they've been okay pass defense wise, mainly because of Jalen Ramsey. And then they had Minnesota again, so that's kind of why yeah, I made those, that trade away. Those he, are all tough. Like he has a he has a solid schedule coming up for the playoff wise, mm-hmm. but. And I laugh because the trade, <laughs> just because I think it's so funny, the trade worked out for you <laughs> in a landslide because uh, the person he traded him for traded for Matt Ryan. So he, in theory, got the number one guy, number one quarterback, so he could trade 
Rodgers, who Craig wanted, and then who did you give up? I gave for up Rogers? Brandon Marshall and Gio Bernard. So, and in that sounds awesome, but Brandon Marshall hasn't been doing anything. We've talked about how we wanted to sell him. Yep. Craig did it, and now we find out that Gio Bernard <laughs> is done for the season. Yep. So it worked out. It worked yeah. out. I would say I'm not too. Concerned and then about that. you use Aaron Rodgers well, to beat me, which actually gives you the driver's seat. If you had lost this game, it would have been a very difficult climb. And that's to make that playoff. Another spot. way did that trade. If you give, yeah, you guys can still trade here. Trade those players on the bench that are good players, like the Gio Bernard types and Brandon Marshalls. If you're not going to use them, why have them on your bench? Yeah, Put being, them together and try to get a better yeah. player for your starting lineup. Being deep at this point does not help no. you. And that's something we'll talk about on tomorrow's waiver show, but it's a time to get your handcuffs and that kind of... You don't need to keep those other players in your bench that just... what Are you going to play them? I dropped Jarek McKinnon the other day because why... You're going to play Jarek McKinnon. Like, if you have to play him, you're not in a good spot anyway. So those kind of things, you know, if you're going to be in the playoffs, look ahead right now. Get your handcuffs. Look at your matchups. Get the right defense. If you, you know, check your quarter. See who's out there quarterback-wise and who has these Week 14 matchups, especially if you're streaming quarterbacks. Find a good matchup. And quarterbacks and and defenses are the the two you want to look up that the matchups really, really count. Yep. I would say wide receivers and running backs are tougher. It's tough with the... Yeah, wide receivers. Like, yeah. look at some of these guys. Like, Odell Beckham, he had five catches for 46 yards this week. He's had a few of those games this year. Yeah. It's. Well, he's also one that you would never sit. You're not going to sit. He him. could win the week for you, and he, or he might turn into but a wide receiver three. He has been. Yeah, it's been a struggle sometimes, it feels like this year for him. He's not getting all of those huge games, but what are you going to do? Yeah, you have to teams are, teams double cover him. Yeah, his talent. They, nothing happened to him per no, se. No, they just, just they've seen it for a year. The Giants tried to move him all over the field yeah. to try to get him open because and Chicago Eli, was just trying. To, eh. Eli's up and down, and we always knew this about him. But you have to play the guy; he's too dangerous. But but some guys you don't have to play: Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. Yeah, I agree. I have I I made a trade as well to get more depth, and I'm lucky I did because I've been. The just getting ransacked with the Elshon Jeffrey suspension, um, and uh, on top of that, and then Keenan Allen got hurt earlier in the year. I just had some run of bad luck, so I made all these trades. Marvin Jones wasn't a tossin, but I got him knowing that he was still the, he's only the third receiver really in yeah, that deal. So you yep, did, exactly. did well. You did well. But at the same time, he's one of those guys that you you're hoping he does better. But I, at this time, you have to just stop wishing, and you no. have to go with the guy that you know is going to give you production. I, and Marvin Jones hasn't been giving me anything in the past three weeks. No, like Marvin Jones, why would you start Marvin Jones anymore people over like the Rashard Matthews who did another good game? Yeah. And, and Tyreek Hill even had – Tyreek Hill, I keep bringing him up, but he's now become one of those guys with a floor of like five or six points. Yeah. Quietly doing pretty well. Marvin Jones has had too many of these one-point games. It's getting ridiculous. He's just not getting the targets, not getting the receptions. And you can tell that they want – I mean, it's just easier to throw to – now Ebron's healthy. Yep. Ebron, Riddick. Riddick is catching a ton of balls out of the backfield, which is another great guy to have at the yep. moment. And they're and they're giving the ball to Tate over Jones. But Tate, this week, nothing. Like, this was – Tate had three catches for 27 yards. Is, he, that, is that true? Yeah, he so, the ball once for negative six yards. <laughs> and he fumbled the ball, so he ended up with .1 points. Which is, so combined – John Jones and Tate combined for 1.6 points this week. And which is incredible oh. because Stafford had 270, 280 yards or something like that passing. But no so, touchdowns. He wasn't true. getting the touchdowns. Who the hell is he throwing the ball to now? <laughs> Ebron. 
Yeah, it would have to be all Ebron. Ebron is Riddick. a Ebron's a every week starter now. Yeah, that's what my my point is. Yeah. It's like these weapons that a lot of people aren't they wouldn't be thrilled about. Like if you're like, oh, Riddick's in my starting lineup. Like you're, you know, I mean, it's not the sexiest yep. of picks, but those guys can get you production and and they might actually still be available, especially Ebron coming off of injury. Yep, no. and Riddick actually. Yeah, Ebron. I really, I've always been impressed with his talent, and I think he's just kind of starting to. You yeah. know, come on. If he can stay healthy, yeah. like, is and that going to happen? You, you see this with tight ends more than any other position. It takes them a year or two to really kind of get into it. Yep. And everyone always talked about his amazing athletic ability. And then he had all these drops and bonehead plays. And he, he's one of those players that was really hard to watch yep. first year. But he is still a freak athlete. And now he's starting oh, yeah. to catch it. Um, I, 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 I'm impressed with that. I am too. I think, especially next year, I know that there's more to look forward to. I think he's going to be a very playable guy now, um, definitely. And then I think next year he's really going to come in on it uh, well, to his own. maybe he'll show up next week on next week Tuesday's show or Wednesday's show next week. We're going to do our top five breakout players 2017. Maybe he's going to show up on that list. Who knows? He could. But let's switch gears a little bit here to end the show. For, let's go over quick. I want to go over our bets from last week. We made one bet. <laughs> This was, it a, was a nail biter. I went with Stephon Diggs, and you went with Devontae Adams. Yep. And, man, what a terrific matchup that Woo! was. Jeff, you got the win there, at least. I you did. got one win this week against the, me. The king of the, the garbage heap. Adams on had 4.2 points. With, thanks a lot, Adams. It basically, it was all off one play in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And, what do you have, two catches? Yeah. And then um, Diggs had 3.7. That was pretty poor matchup. Hey, yeah. you know what? If we're going PPR... Diggs beat Adams. <laughs> if we want to go that way, if we go PPR, Diggs had nine point seven, and Adams only had a miserable seven point two. <laughs> so, but either way, it's we're two for two for two. We're, I got two wins. You two got two, two win. Two and two. So we're that was a terrible, terrible yeah. matchup. I well, I guess those guys are lower. No one's betting Dez <laughs> no. versus Antonio no, but Brown. You, you so. got the win there. Yeah. And we'll end the show here. Let's just go over some of the injury news from. The week there was a, quite a bit of it. A lot of it. These these are going to really rock oh, a lot of people. The first face. one, the top biggest injury, AJ Green. Oh my gosh! Torn hamstring. They say don't know for sure. They actually haven't officially said that. The okay. initial initial word was really bad. They get out for season completely. They tried to come back today and say that maybe it wasn't. But I still think he's done. I, mean, I think he's done as as far as fantasy. I think I think the guy is done. But the I don't problem think there's is any way you can tear that muscle yep. and be ready. And would you really feel comfortable putting? I mean, what he would, might be ready for like the last week of our well, playoffs. That's the problem, though. I feel like you can't drop him now with that uncertainty. If you're an AJ Green owner, you just want him to be officially said yeah, he's out. I mean, because you don't. It's a, it's such a tough call. That's true, but you have to plan. Not to yeah, play him. don't play. But I wouldn't take him off your bench just because you'd never know. No, Would you? I mean, wouldn't you love to drop him and have your you make it to the finals and your opponent yeah. picks him up and he beats you? I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> at this point, I mean, yeah. There's. I don't think you would drop him. I don't think you need that. Extra no, you, space. you most likely don't. If this happened earlier in the year, it'd be you know a lot tougher of a call. Yep. Another Cincinnati player, Gio Bernard, tore his ACL, and he's done. That's brutal. But I do have to say that Jeremy Hill um, owners have gotten a boost. And oh yeah. That that could be, and especially without AJ Green and Bernard, I can't see a world where Jeremy Hill doesn't see a huge increase in in at least. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's the guy. He's yeah. gonna have. I think he's. A, he could be a borderline running back so, one now. Yeah, all of a sudden, someone's gonna get a huge bump up from that. Yep. 
And if you have A.J. Green, you're just <laughs> – that's definitely your wide receiver one. Uh, another running back injury, LaShawn McCoy. He dislocated his thumb. He had a procedure done to correct that. They're saying he could play this Sunday. That was mind-blowing to me. I, as a McCoy owner myself, I'm a little a little worried. I, and is he going to play but play sparingly? Because Mike Gillisley's a perfectly fine running back. So I'm a little worried. Wait till later in the week, and we'll see more news. But to have surgery and then play the next week is kind of you know crazy sounding. <laughs> but again, I don't know what. Yeah, what hand is it on? Does yeah. he like what is he? Well, I mean, I can't. I mean, catch? I, don't I don't know, know. what. I don't know what they did in the surgery. I don't obviously. know how. But the fact that you could actually cut that open and like yeah. you risk someone putting their helmet on that, and he's gonna have a hard time. He'll have a hard time catching the ball out of the backfield. I just feel like he'd be limited no matter what. Yeah, I, I have a hard time believing he's. If they tell me he's going to play, it's hard not to start him. Yep. He's but a, I have a hard time believing that you're going to – he's not going to be the normal McCoy. No. I can't imagine. Just it's something to watch yeah. out for. Um, some other some other injury, CJ Procise, shoulder injury. Which we mentioned. So. He's going to be out several weeks. He's he, done His, his yeah. fantasy season's over. Yeah. He if, might come back for the playoffs like for, like, said, for NFL playoffs. If but. you have Rawls, you, yep. you know, I mean, that is a gift in itself. Now he doesn't have to compete with anyone, which was a huge. Rawls himself did get a little injured. They didn't really say what. They just said he got banged up. So <laughs> well, <laughs> they were probably wishing, wishing they still had Kristen Michael on their team I was right now. Say, maybe we <laughs> grab Lockett or something. I don't know who they're going to put back there. After no that. idea. Then we got um, the Eagles running backs. Matthews, he has, an, uh, I think it was a sprain MCL. They really haven't said how severe it is yet. They, right now they're just saying day-to-day, but day-to-day could turn into week-to-week. You never know. Yeah, which, just talk about another thing to annoy you about the oh, Eagles running back. Well, and Sproles, rib injury. Again, we still don't know. It looks like it is a fractured rib. I mean, is he going to play with a fractured rib? He might. It, it's another one just watch later in the week. If both these guys are hurt, Wendell Smallwood takes a huge jump up. Watch, you know, you're going to probably want to get him in your team. Um, any, let's see here. Some other... And then Zach Miller. Zach Miller. Yep. Tight end for Chicago who had a good game. And um, I, I've liked him. I've, I've played him multiple weeks to stream tight ends in some of my leagues. Yep. Um, and, man, the Bears just taking it out on the chin once again. Ugh. That's it's a tough injury. So, oh, Jay Cutler's now injured as well. It's going to yeah. be out a few weeks possibly again. So, so I do wonder this, though. Does that <laughs> You're not Because you have all these injuries to the wide receiver and quarterback – does that make these teams not fear the pass so they can load up in the box? Or Positive. does it actually help because you know that well, Howard and then probably Langford now. With, with the Bears, I would I would be worried if I was a Howard owner right now. I, I am too. I, yeah. I would be worried as well. I think I think too many people went down on that, yep. and I think it hurts his production. Yep. Especially with you know with Cutler, you know, whatever. Cutler's, I don't even know if he's good anyway. He's not been good. I mean, he's better than <laughs> anyone else they have. And then some others. Tevin Coleman practiced – um, Monday, so he looks like he's going to be coming back next week, so that's positive, but you're probably not going to play him. Say, unless, you're, unless you have uh, the other running back there, then you cry <laughs> once again because now you have to wonder who's going to be the, the bigger producer. Oh, yeah. There's really no news on Gronk yet, but early report, I mean, last week people were expecting him to play this coming week, week 12, so he could. If he plays, you're playing him. You don't really think about it. I think that's pretty much it for, I mean, Robert Woods also, knee injury. He's going to be out multiple weeks. You're probably not playing Robert Woods too much anyway, but he was on a lot of people's rosters. That is pretty much it for the injuries as of right now. Obviously, we'll know more later in the week. 
But that is all for we have for the Week 11 recap show. You know, once again, go to fantasyfootballprofit.com. Check out you know everything we got going there. On Twitter, we're at the FF Profit, and we'll be back tomorrow with our waiver uh, edition of the podcast. We'll also go over some quarterback streamers, some other stuff. You know, so tune in for that. Until then, 